Hey guys, it is I, Ryan West, uh, with another thrilling, thrilling, I tell you, episode of Neanderthal Podcast, found wherever you're listening to this. Also, on patreon.com slash Podcast, if you'd like the full video version of this bad boy, it'll only cost you $1 a month. If you just want to watch this episode, give me a dollar and then unsubscribe, cancel your subscription afterwards. Just give me those four quarters, baby. Gas is expensive. I'm trying to get to work. Where am I trying to go to work with? This guy right here, Jason Atkins. This guy, I've always looked up to him. He works at the same place I work at. We both, uh, I'm not going to speak for him, but I hate my job. (laughs) I hate it there. And I know he doesn't love it there. And uh, he's got a little side project. My side project is obviously this podcast. I make no money on it. In fact, it costs me it costs me more than I can afford to be honest with you. Uh, and his little his little side project at cofishing.com. Dude's got a dream ever since I've known him. He's just been this badass outdoorsman, good dude. He loves to hunt, fish, camp. He likes family time uh, w- with his with his family doing like outdoor activities like the the old American tradition. You know what I mean? He's eating his own food. He's catching it and killing it and uh, turning his passion into his business. He brought me some things here again. Uh, remember, he was one of my first guests when I first started this this episode or this podcast. He brought me here some uh, he brought more of this fish slime lip balm. I tell you what, the first person that hits me up and says, hey, send me one of those, it's a three-pack of fresh slime lip balm. First person that hits me up on Instagram, Pod, and says, yo, give me some of that fish slime. I'm sending it your way. And then uh, he's got some hooks. You can hear this jiggling. Oh, he's got, he, gave, he brought me a bunch of hooks, different, different hooks uh, for fishing. Uh, anyways, I don't want to ramble on too long. This was a really good episode. I love talking to him. He's a great dude. And, uh, in this episode, if you're in the fishing, it's fishing. Uh, if you're in the coastal area, especially Florida or the East coast, kind of down South, he tells, it's scary to see and to hear how many sharks are in the ocean, like right there within casting distance. If you're going swimming anywhere in Florida, you got fish uh, you, got, you got sharks right next to you, and you don't even know it. Find out how to catch these sharks on this episode. Find out a whole lot more. Uh, episode, I think, 185. Um, that's it. Enjoy this one, guys. I know I did. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Roy the Soul. Thank you for coming to the Inner Talk podcast boom boom in three two one well welcome back i haven't even said hi or thanks for being here yet we just kind of started blabbing started talking no i'm glad to be here yeah thanks for being here this is uh this is nice for me like i haven't it's been years since i had you on yeah you were one of my first guests yeah how what year was it even uh what year are we now 22 i would say it was way before like Eight, Corona and everything. Mm-hmm, I'd say eighteen. Yeah, probably two thousand eight. Late, late two thousand eighteen. Twenty eighteen. 
How many followers do you have now on Instagram? Probably the same as I did back then. Really? <laughs> yeah. How come? I just you had you had about ten thousand. Yeah, that's what I got about just under. I don't push it near, work at it near as hard as I used to. Does it not benefit? Do the you know do, does the fruits not benefit the the work for it? No. As far as Instagram, it. yeah. I kind of see that too. Like when I you know cook something or whatever. There's so much work to think about all the posts ahead of time and take all the pictures. I just kind of gave up on it. Oh, yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> I liked your the yeah. stuff you were doing. You had didn't you have like a YouTube video like of a, a you cooked something? Yeah, those tacos or something like that. Yeah, barbacoa. Yeah, you were telling me last time I should do more of that. Yeah, I but did. you haven't. I never did. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bummer. Imagine where you'd be right now. I know. I should have, but I didn't. It's not too late. You got a beautiful kitchen. You got the skills. Yeah. That's the other thing. You got to clean up everything ahead of time. Yeah. Life's always crazy. Right. Yeah, you're right. I am just saying this stuff like you don't have anything but free time on your hands. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess I could just do it messy. I just, I don't know. I just sometimes see those things and see, like I'll see um, YouTube channels where someone has like a basic setup. Right. And it's just, I mean, like a cooking show type thing is very easy to do. Right. And then with your kind of niche, you already have a following. And with you doing, it's just, it makes sense to me for you to do cut videos of you fishing and then, you know, cooking that fish and then hunting and then bring, or just talking about it. Since you have access to all that food. Yeah. Like you can show people how to make, you know, I had moose meatballs the other night. Yeah. And they're one of my kids' favorite favorite meals like, yeah that's cool you can show people how to do that you know how to yeah. make venison i don't know i know i did this before four years ago yeah no i should <laughs> i should definitely <clears throat> yeah i just i don't know i just, i'm only doing because i'm selfish and i want to see it yeah well no that's good i mean i should do it i just i don't know i like what like when i'm fishing and i always think about filming it but then i get in the moment all i think about is catching fish and i forget about all the filming and yeah all that stuff so it's you have to be i think passionate about it yeah if i could afford just for a cameraman to follow me around that'd be great well you you've got kids they're <laughs> yeah. about gone though right? yeah they don't care about me anymore they're teenagers <laughs> is that how it goes yeah damn i don't want to hear that oh really yeah, yeah no Dude, like, i don't I have wanna, to yeah. beg them to hang out with me now damn is yeah. that what did it start when they were able when they started driving oh definitely that's when they're free like we love you dad but yeah do they are they still into fishing and hunting oh yeah yeah my son goes but now he's got buddies and whatever he goes with but yeah like my daughter and i were going to the gym all the time together she got her license and that just ended so so what you're saying is just don't let your kids get a driver's license yeah it's it's wild (laughs) uh i mean my son like you know as a father it uh it's cool to see him become independent, you know, and not need me. But with my daughter, it's a little harder, you know, because she's my she's my little princess. So. Right. I know. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to look. I don't even think about that. I, I think I, I tell myself it's going to be different. Yeah, man. It happens fast. It's just like overnight. They go from being your little buddy to just out on their own. Uh. I'm trying to cherish all the time I can. Yeah, you got to. I know, and it sucks because I don't get them as much as I'd like right now. That's a whole other story. Um, what were we talking? What got us down there? 
How do we get there? Uh, Ten thousand followers cooking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you stop. So, so how are you? How's the business going? The Atco fishing brand, the Atco brand itself, since you were last here. Oh, uh, it's doing good. Way better. Uh, yeah. yeah. It looks like it's doing better. Yeah, I get. You're selling a heck of a lot more different items and things. Yeah, we've kind of changed a little bit. Uh, I was doing a lot more lures and stuff, but just focused on the line. I got one of your lures still right here. Yeah. Right on. I've used them. I've used your other ones you've given me. Yeah. I gave some away. We did a, yeah. He gave me a bunch of stuff for a giveaway. Yeah. In fact, the guy that won those, he uh, he does a bunch of redfish tournaments in the Carolinas. Shout and, out to uh, Steve Loper. Yeah. Steve Lopercon. Loper. He, uh, we sponsored uh, him this year. Nice. For some of his tournament stuff. So That's yeah. cool. That makes me feel yeah. cool. You yeah. Know that I, yeah. You know, it's cool. Bridge it a, some kind of. Yeah deal with you you know what i mean there's that's yeah. that's he's awesome. a good good fisherman too so he does a lot of content yeah like video content uh he's really good at making videos like i'll see him doing i think he gets quite a bit like on tiktok i'll see him oh, on yeah. tiktok i'm not on tiktok so yeah i think I'll i've seen check good tiktok out. uh and probably instagram too uh, probably instagram reels he's probably got yeah stuff, he's but, on instagram for sure but yeah he's a talented dude he's all he's he's one of those guys that's super motivated and always like, like running at like he's a Gary V guy. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he just. Uh, I think he's working for one of the uh, for some kind of a game and fish magazine. Oh, cool. Uh, there now. Oh, nice. Doing uh, advertising sales or something. Nice. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's a. It's like a Carolina magazine or something. But how are you? How are you growing your business? Like, what's the? What are you finding? Are ways to. Get, Most get of mine is just it. word of mouth and trying to like build relationships with people. It's slower than using a bunch of marketing and whatever, <laughs> but uh, but more grassroots and probably more yeah loyal. I, yeah, I mean, like I don't like I'm really slow with like putting out our products and stuff because I like to test the heck out of it. It has to be something I'm like totally down with using myself before I'll even. Sell really? it to somebody. Yeah. I'm it's just the way I am. Like I don't want like the uh I brought you some of our hooks here, but I used these for like three years before I ever even sold any to anybody else. Atco six six point oh six, six dot. dot. Yeah, circle hooks. Circle hooks. Barbless or uh, no, they're no, barb. They got a barb. Yeah. Uh, so what am I gonna do with this? Catfish? Uh you can catfish. I use them when I'm surf fishing. Oh. Caught a uh, seven foot shark on, uh, our biggest ones a few years back. How long does it take to reel in a seven foot shark? Was this from the shore, right? Yeah, it's from the beach. Uh, it probably took like fifteen minutes, maybe. It probably felt longer than it was. Yeah. But uh. All right, tell me about that, cause I want I, I've purposely not asked you a whole bunch about this stuff before, cause I wanted it on here. Yeah. If for anybody. <laughs> really in America that would want to do some kind of surf fishing, which is, you know, fishing from the beach. Yeah. You see it, I don't know, in Florida, that's where you often go. Right. How, like, what's the first place for someone, just a random person that if they wanted to try, try that out for a vacation, I want to go to Florida for four or five days. And on one of those days or two of those days, I want to catch some fish from the ocean. So you pretty much anywhere uh, in the south that there's a beach, 
and the water's halfway warm. Like we we go in March. See, that's that's insane to me. You told me that, and I was like, that's you. Anywhere there's water, you can just throw. Yeah, and I didn't. I never realized it. Now some <laughs> places are obviously better than others, but uh, so when I was a kid, I spent a bunch of time in Florida, and I never surf fished because I was just like, yeah, there's no fish in the surf right there, you know, like that's, that's where people that's are not swimming. A thing. It's yeah. just all sandy. It's right? wide open. <clears throat> and I was even a fishing nerd, like read all the old books and everything, and it just never occurred to me. And then uh, a few years ago. I uh, started looking into it and decided I'd try it on one of our vacations. I bought some cheap rods, and I was like, I don't know if I'll use these anymore or not. But What's uh, a cheap rod? How much is a cheap rod? Well, the rod and reel total cost me like 50 bucks. That's pretty cheap. For a 12-foot rod. Okay. And reel. Yeah, it's super cheap. Like It's the kind that like people laugh at you for using if they're serious. But I still have them and I still use them, and, and they, they work. Yeah, they work great. So Shit. I'm using them up till they don't work anymore. <laughs> You're still going strong with them. Yeah, in fact, right. my nephew caught almost a hundred pound stingray on one of them. So, oh, yeah. Can you, can you keep that? Yeah, we could have, but I chose not to. I just kind of it was so old and big. I kind of felt bad for. It. I felt like it should just get to keep on. Oh, cool trucking. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. Just respect for being being an old timer you know nice but uh yeah anywhere you go uh like we went to the carolina we went to south carolina last year mm-hmm. on spring break and the water was a little too cold in okay. march we didn't catch much i mean we still caught a lot of uh small whiting but they're not that exciting to me <laughs> what's I've, exciting to you sharks well sharks are the most exciting but if you catch big redfish or uh, black drum, uh, pompano are the ones that are really good to eat. So if you catch those, it's pretty exciting. I saw some of those at the China market down in the uh, the city market. Yeah. Frozen on ice. Right. They're they're excellent eating fish. Like one of the best. You'll ever That's eat. what they say. I want to try that. So You catch those all day and grill them up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There, Anywhere there's water, you can just kind of go get yourself a $50 setup. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's stuff to learn. Like when I first did it, I wasn't super successful. But No? Did you catch no. anything? Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I even hooked into a big shark that year when I was fishing at night. So this is how I do it. I, I'll go out in the daytime and fish uh, either early in the morning or early afternoon. I'll fish for your just normal uh fish which is like the pompano or the redfish or black drum or whatever and i'll set up for those and uh a little beach chair sit on a yeah beach, beach chair. chair sometimes an umbrella if it's real sunny maybe have a cerveza or yeah, two yeah got your cold drinks some lunch everything just chilling a grill do you bring like a little weber grill in case uh, you catch i never something? have but can you do you that good yeah yeah one of the beaches we go to we you can build fires on there so we've done that oh yeah yeah it was a blast but then at night, in the late evening, I'll start setting up for sharks with heavy-duty equipment. And if Can we you got, catch that on the $50 rod just with, with, like, a wire leader? You can up to a certain size. Yeah. <laughs> but the big ones. Like, I had this uh, – this year, I bought some heavy-duty rods that were 14-foot and a giant pin 10,500 reel, which is, like, the biggest spinning reel pretty much you can get. There's like one or two that are slightly larger. But uh, I hooked into a shark that I had casted just a whiting head out from the beach. It wasn't very far out. That's just a fish head? 
Yeah, just a just a little fish head. <laughs> and uh, how far did you wait? You wait out. Do you walk out when you cast? Do you walk out I as far as you can? Out a little bit to the first little sandbar, which is I don't know twenty yards in something like that. And uh, threw out, <clears throat> and uh, that evening, something hit it that was like a freight train. Oh, and I was cranking down on my drag, and my reel was still just zinging. Oh, my God. It's got to be so exciting. <laughs> oh, it was. Holy shit. My 14-foot rod was bent over like a wet noodle. It was just insane, and it was going so fast, I knew I was going to lose all my line, oh. so I just kept cranking down on the drag, and... Uh, my father-in-law was there with us. I asked him to film it, but he only got one second of it. Mm. So <laughs> that didn't work out. But uh, I tightened it down till it eventually uh, it broke my leader. It was like a 100-pound leader and just Whoa. broke it. So I'm guessing it had to be around a 10-foot shark or something like that. Wow. It was, it was insane. What do you do with a big shark when you catch it? So – there's actually a ton of rules around it, around shark fishing in Florida, at least, and they're adding them everywhere else, too. So, and there's lots of different kinds of shark species you might catch. Right. Um, so, you've got to, if you catch one of the, prohib- there's prohibited species, which you're not even, like, really allowed to catch. If you do, you got to just cut the line right away. As soon as you recognize it's on. Yeah. They, they're, they'd rather, okay, I guess that makes sense. They'd rather cut off the line then tire it out yeah they don't want to tire it out at all okay and there's been guys who even got fined and sued from the government for uh just trying to unhook the fish basically oh wow yeah damn it's crazy so you kind of got to be prepared in florida you have to take this little class ahead of time oh really yeah it's just just online okay i mean it's a 10 minute thing okay but they tell you kind of what they want you to do so when you catch a shark, if it's not one you're going to keep, that you can keep, you got to just get it unhooked right away, kind of keep it in the water. You have to unhook it? Yeah. Well, what we do is- uh, I'm we afraid have, of unhooking. Right. <laughs> we got- shark. If you can't unhook it, they have- There's like unhooking devices that you can use. Um, but what we do is just take bolt cutters and cut the hook in half in the bend, like right where it's hooked into the mouth. So that it just falls out, and then okay, it's good to go. <laughs> I'd feel more comfortable going up to a shark's mouth with bolt cutters, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh, what? Okay, what are the sharks that you can keep? Um, so you can keep the ones that people like to keep because they actually taste decent are black tips and uh, mako's. Oh, cool. I've heard but the Mako. Mako's got to be pretty big. But, I mean, I've seen guys catch, like, 12-foot Mako's Holy from crap. the beach. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, wow. I'll show you pictures later. It's insane. Okay, so you land, let's say you land a keeper, a 12-foot Mako. What do you do? You get up on shore, then do you have to kill it right away and then drag it off? Like, that's a giant. Yeah. I wouldn't you know keep I mean? one that big. Like, I, they get tons of, like, chemicals built up in them. From oh. being old and eating so many fish. So if I'm keeping them, they're going to be small. What kind of chemicals? Like mercury. Mercury. All the weird stuff that you shouldn't really eat very much of. <laughs> Is there, have you, you're pretty read up on a lot of stuff, I imagine. Has there been any kind of, um, I'm starting to think of how I want to phrase it. Uh, 
noticeable or recordable issues with radiation in any kind of fish after Fukushima? You know, that I do not know, but I've wanted to look it up myself. Yeah. But never have. Uh, but it would be, I'm sure there's some studies out there, somebody tracking on, on the, especially the big like migratory fish that, you know, move from tuna or tuna migratory tuna, any like pelagic fish, they call it. What's that word? (laughs) (laughs) It's a fish that doesn't relate to the shore or structure. It just relates to ocean currents. So like tuna, marlin, uh, sailfish, swordfish. uh, I'm trying to think of the others, but those are the big ones. Okay. Any, any fish that they would be going after on a big offshore big game fishing boat mm-hmm. okay stuff like that i can't believe you can catch sharks anywhere you can catch a shark anywhere on the coast huh yeah pretty much anywhere there's way more sharks out there than you think like after what i've hooked into and caught i don't like when the sun starts going down i don't even like to be in hip deep water do you get nervous going out there to oh, cast yeah a little bit yeah really yeah well they Will they come that shallow? Or are they swimming that shallow? Oh yeah, like where the where I hooked into that big one this year, it probably wasn't over my head even of water. Wow. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. They're just cruising around eating pompadour or whatever. Yeah. So along the beach, you have you have like cuts. You'll call it like in the first cut, you'll have where the water dips down. And then it rises up to another sandbar, and then it dips down deeper and rises up to another sandbar. So most of the big sharks are going to be past second sandbar. Like that's your goal is to get your line out there. And you may use a kayak or drone or something. Okay, a drone? Yeah, to drop it out there. Oh, cool. But uh, you can still catch big ones in the first cut. It happens. And that's I was in the first cut. When you hit that Well, it's actually one? second cut. It's past first sandbar. Does everybody, everybody walks past the first cut and then goes to the second cut to, to, to cast? No, the second the second cut's the one you're not going to be able to wade through it. You would have to swim. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's like probably, you know, six foot deep Okay. in the second cut, something like that. Wow. I, wow. It depends on where you're at. Some short, some beaches it's real shallow, you know, between the cuts, and some it gets deep faster. Are you fishing for sharks specifically, or are you have different rods like are the pompadour eating the same thing you're trying to catch sharks on so or vice versa no the pompano like pompano and the whiting and uh the fish you want to just cook to eat right away those you're using small hooks with, with little bait and uh can you use like a spinning rod like a bass? yeah you're just using a regular old any rod you would use nice. just a spinning rod yeah how I mean, far you, you gotta get out for that well, like for the pompano and stuff, they're just right in the first. You can catch them way out, but you can catch them right up against the shore too. Okay. So they're everywhere in there. Okay. So there's all kinds of good fishing you can do. Oh, yeah. Do. You don't have to have super uh, severe setups. I see those people fishing on like the docks and yeah. the piers all the right, time. The piers, just yeah. dropping it down. Oh, yeah. And that's like, that's. Have you done that? Is that, oh, yeah. Is that worth it? Is there? Yeah, I don't like it as much just because it's so I don't crowded think I like with people. And if you catch a decent-sized fish, it's hard to get it up on the pier. you got to have a pier net. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. those shore ones, you just drag them in. Just drag it in. Plus, you're on the beach. Right. Do you have to worry about swimmers? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> people. Don't they, do you ever warn them? People, don't you know there's sharks yeah, out there? Yeah, when we were in the Carolinas, though, we even had... Uh, 
uh, just people just run out and just like start playing right in my lines and stuff. Ooh. And yeah, it's annoying. We had this year I had a boat come cruising along the beach when I had my lines way out for sharks. I was trying to flag them away to get them to stop so they don't yeah, catch my like lines. Any bobbers or anything? It's just out there, huh? Right. So yeah. people can't see. Right. But luckily they didn't get tangled in it. But sometimes they do. So that's a mess. Yeah, for sure. Do you keep any of the sharks? Uh, so this year I caught, I never caught a big one. I just caught a couple small ones. What's a small one? Like three foot long. That's a, that's a fun, that seems fun. Yeah. What's that like to catch? Are you catching it on the surf rods? Uh, they were, it was on heavy duty rods, so it wasn't a lot of fun. Okay. It was just. <laughs> just like reeling it. Yeah. But, uh, so we kept those. In fact, I thought it out last night. I'm going to eat it tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I don't. I'll be able to tell you later what it tastes like. You haven't had it yet? Nope. Oh, wow. Yeah. Every shark I've caught so far has been ones you can't keep. So until this year. So what is this one? Black uh, tip? No, it's a, uh, I can't even remember. I want to say it's like a, uh, I'll have to think about it. They, they got little wow. spots on them. They're, uh, it's something nose shark or something. I can't even remember. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to prepare I'm just going to throw it on the grill. That's it? What kind yeah. of seasoning? Just some fish seasoning. A little lemon on the end? Yeah. Big old steak? Is it like a big steak? Yeah, there's steaks. Well, some of them are big and some of them are small because they're cut from the end of it, you know, where it gets smaller. But you got to you gotta gut them and bleed them, like, right away. Oh. Or they, they taste terrible. Really? Yeah. They smell like, so sharks. Yeah, what's a shark like? I guess they don't urinate. They they excrete their urine their urine through their skin or their oh. their toxins or whatever. So you have to soak it to get all that out, and it smells like it when you clean them. It's crazy. Really, you gotta yeah. s- you soak it in water or milk. Or I what? soaked it in water and then in buttermilk. So we'll <laughs> see what it tastes like. But the smell's gone now. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. That's why people like black tip sharks to eat because they don't they're they're different that way somehow or another. I'm excited to hear how good this thing is. <laughs> yeah. What are the ones that you can't keep? And why can't they're just endangered or what? Uh yeah. The ones I well, they're labeled as endangered, but there's tons of them right. out there. Uh Can you keep a great white? No. That's one of the ones if you're hooked into it, you're really supposed to just cut the line. How little do those get? Like yeah, wow. I've seen some I've seen some guys catch some that are like I think like four or five feet. That's probably the God, that would be really cool yeah. to catch it. I know you're not supposed to, but if you caught it up there and you got a got a real great white, that'd be kind of cool. Oh yeah. Are all their teeth? Are all the sharks' teeth gnarly? Like uh, are their yeah. mouths pretty gnarly? Yeah. Would, are, do you do any? Did you do anything with the head of your shark? This one, I tried to save the the mouths off the little ones, but they were so small when I tried to boil them. They just fell apart, so uh, teeth fell out and everything. Do like the European style, mouth. yeah. But uh, when I get a bigger one, then I can save. I'll do it. What's the biggest? Are you? Are you? Have you? So you haven't upgraded from your fifty dollar rig? No, I have some heavy duty ones now. So now you could catch a potential big I, one. You think? Yeah, but I mean, even that one I hooked into this year, it just I I couldn't stop it. I mean, I don't know how big it was or what kind of shark it was, but. Do you have any ambitions or goals of like going out and chartering a boat and trying to catch like a swordfish or tuna or sailfish or do you do that? So right <clears throat> after I got married, we went to Hawaii 
and I did catch a 320 pound marlin then. Whoa. <clears throat> it was like my dream, you know, like go catch a marlin, right? Ever since I was a little kid. Yeah, everyone wants to do that. Yeah, I was just a little fishing. Every shitty bar yeah. you go to, there's right. some, there's one hanging on a wall somewhere. Yeah. So the story was like really not how I ever pictured my dream happening. Okay. Uh <clears throat> we uh so we went out. Well, first I walked down to the dock when we were there in Waikiki and uh, checked out how much it was, and it was only like a hundred dollars a person to go out. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So I talked to my brother-in-laws who were with me into going with me and uh, they were like, Oh, we'll get sick. I was like, no, you won't get sick. It'll be fine. <laughs> so we went out. It was like 12 foot seas a day and I got sick. Holy cow. Yeah. They'll and, take you out there, huh? Oh yeah. That's normal for them though. Out there. They don't care. I mean, they're real semen, you know. Right. That's on 12 feet, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it wasn't that big a deal to them, but I, uh, uh, my rod went off first, and it was screaming, and it was a marlin jumped. Cool. And they're like, oh, it's your fish, you know. So I hopped in the fighting chair, <clears throat> started reeling it in, and they're chasing the fish, like, back in the boat towards it and the waves are just crashing over and like drenching me <laughs> like a world's a fun ocean's a fun ride or yeah something, exactly like a log ride and uh <laughs> i'm getting seasick and uh the the while you're reeling it in yeah you see, oh no yeah the first mate he comes over and he asks me he's like you doing all right i was like yeah yeah i'm fine i'm good you know <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like you doing okay i'm like no no <laughs> And then I was like, you know what? I'm doing real bad. I was like, I just want to get out. Like somebody else can finish reeling in this fish, you know? And uh, he's like, here, just throw up here. And he puts his bucket there that's got all of his like high end lures and leaders all coiled up. And I'm like, I'm not throwing up in your, on top of your, <laughs> your lures, you know? And uh, so I, I just yacked all over the deck. And oh. then I climbed out and let my brother-in-law finish reeling in the fish. <laughs> yeah. And my other brother-in-law was videoing it. And I was like, well, <laughs> at least he got it all videoed. Well, he never got any of the fish jumping or anything. He just had it on you puking? Yeah, he just got me puking. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like not not how I wanted my dreams to come true, you know. Oh, but no. it makes a good story now. So well, Be careful what you dream for. Yeah, exactly. But you guys got it in? Yeah, we got it in. They take it to the market and sell it there because so. I mean, there's so many uh, people buying fresh fish there. Is that like the the deal you make? It's a hundred bucks, but if we catch something, yeah, that's why it was so affor- affordable because <laughs> they're selling the fish at the meat market. Oh, so that's still cool. I mean, yeah, I guess it's cool. a win-win. Did, yeah, could you have any of it? Were you like, hey, cut me off a few slabs? You know, well, like. If yeah. we caught a lot of fish, they said they might uh, flay up some of it and send it home with us if we want. But we didn't end up catching very much that day. It was just that one and, like, one small sailfish. So, yeah. so you've done that whole thing. Yeah. You, you want to go back out and uh, do it in Florida or anything? Uh, we did it in Mexico. Ooh. Didn't catch anything major, though. So Tarpon. I've always wanted to catch yeah, tarpon. Yeah, I want to go tarpon fishing. I We sponsor a really awesome tarpon guy down in Miami. And, oh, cool. Uh, I need to get down and go with him. He's always just slaying monster tarpon down there. How many people do you sponsor? Well. Or how does sponsorship, or you sponsor them every now and then? Like, how does sponsorship It's just kind of different with everybody, you know? Like I said, every everything I do, I think when we were talking beforehand, it's all on relationships with people. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of treat everybody different based on what they want okay. or what they do. So 
I don't know. I probably got like 10 people that I work That's with. That's sweet. That's the trick right there is getting people on all the different coasts, all yeah. the different coastlines and get little sponsors. Be like, hey, I'm going to be up there. Is that what you do? Like, will you? Will they take you out? And, uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to be down in your neck of the woods. Wouldn't mind coming oh, on your yeah. boat and uh, well, they would. fishing. Yeah, they would. I mean, I was still paying whatever their fee is or whatever yeah. anyway. But, uh, but yeah, they'll take care of you for sure. And you know they're going to hook you up with like the spots. Oh, yeah. Have you yeah. done that yet, or is it all like kind of charters that you just kind of buy through getting on the dock? Is that how you- yeah, so I've gone with several of them now, uh, but there's a lot of them I haven't that I want to. Like, there's one guy I've become really good friends with uh, in Homer, Alaska, and Ooh, he goes cool. out for halibut and uh, lingcod, and uh, he's a super cool dude, wild dude, but uh, I haven't made it up there. I really want to get up there and go fishing with him. Do you have plans to try and do something up there? Is that the dream? Is that a dream? Like one of the yeah, dreams? it's one of those things. It's like hard to fit in because it's so far away, and you know it's not like the whole family wants to go up there and go to Alaska. But uh, yeah, so I really wanted to try to get in this summer, but I don't know if I will or not. Do you if if you know gun to your head, fishing or hunting for you? Well, I'm better at fishing than I am at hunting, <laughs> but I really like hunting, so I could take either or, really, and be fine. So, like, if you could go to Alaska, would it be more for a fishing trip or a hunting trip? Like, what would you... Uh, well... Should you go get a caribou? As of right a, now, yeah, I really want to go caribou halibut. hunting with my son and just be out in the wild, but uh, I definitely want to get up there and just go hang out with Jim, too, the... Probably hunt. more affordable to do something like that. Yeah, the hunting is expensive. Oh, yeah. So, and Alaska, uh, they don't make it easy on you. So, probably fishing. <laughs> but uh, I want to do it all. I mean, I love it all. So, I would never run out of, no matter how much time I have, I would never run out of trips that I want to do. So, Is ocean fishing... Is that like the best for you, or are you, or do you? Because I see, I see you catch a lot of catfish around here. Yeah, and you took me uh, sturgeon. Was it was it a paddlefish? Yeah, paddlefish. Paddlefish. Spoonbill. Snagging. Snag. That was so fun. And we lost that fish. You had That's you right. broke the. I lost a couple. Yeah. That's I, all right. I hate that. It's still, when I think about that, it makes. Really? Yeah, just like a punch in the gut. Oh my yeah. gosh! I I don't think about. I think about how much fun it was. Yeah, I, it was, oh, so, it was just ca- just hooking on hooking one on was all I cared about. Yeah, on. it was a blast though. That day. I think because we ended up bringing several home, didn't we? From the other guys that were with us. Yeah, one or two. I think two. Yeah, that's right. And those weird ass. What is that? The spinal cord? Is that what? It, what's oh the weird yeah, yeah. Thing that comes out of them? Yeah, the spinal cord. Yeah. The yeah, because yeah, I we didn't up did giving you give you some meat to take home. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, it was good. Yeah, sweet. <clears throat> um, so you do this thing. I've noticed. I've seen this bank fishing. Is it bank fishing in these tournaments? Like bank fishing tournaments? Is that what you call? Yeah, them? yeah. Me and uh, buddy Jeff got started in these online fishing tournaments last year. How does that even work? So what, you just an online fishing. He, tr- is that he, you just fish wherever you want? You know, public water. It's got to be a public spot, not worldwide or national. Like, what are the rules here? Well, like most of them are nationwide. Okay, but you know they have some that are like statewide or whatever too. 
Oh, okay. But then you just uh, enter pictures of your fish, and it's all based off um, measurements, you know. Okay. Like length and girth. Okay. And it's just all cat. Any kind of catfish, and it's like, how do you sign up for something like this? I've, do you put? Did you put one on? Yeah, we just put one on that, and I did terrible in my own tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Good, it's not rigged. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> it was it was embarrassing. Was, my my contribution was embarrassing. That's for sure. I did. I never entered a fish. In fact, I went out to James A. Reed just to catch a couple, like guarantees, just so I have some entries, you know. It's just some little fish, and then I forgot my paper. Like you, you put a uh, to make sure you're doing it at the right time. You're not using an old picture or anything. You get an identifier. Like when the tournament starts, it they put out an identifier. Either the person running the tournament or the app, if you're using an app, puts it out. And uh, I forgot my paper with my identifier, so I had to <laughs> disqualify my own entries because I forgot to put them in the pictures. <laughs> it was well. That's fun. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> it was it was bad. That was your uh, So how do some do you still have do you run tournaments still? Oh, uh, we're going to do some more. We're not going to do one. So that one was like a month long one nationwide in May. Okay. And we're not going to do one in June because the catfish spawn in June okay. and the fishing's just terrible and I got a lot of other stuff to do anyway. But uh we're going to do one in July. And that's month long, and then we're probably going to do one for just a weekend that's like a team. Okay. So you can fish with your buddy. Or, how do I do this? Do I go to atcofishing.com, or like how do you even sign up? Uh, for this? So we got an app, a Facebook group called Atco Bank Brawlers, and that's where we'll put all the information for the tournaments there. Okay. But then our tournaments are also, we're doing them on an app called Fishing Chaos. Okay. And, uh, it's all all the tournament is run through there. I love I I love competitions. I love tournaments, and this is what a great idea to do. There's probably a tournament every day. Or every oh, there's weekend. all you can get on. There's all kinds of tournaments for any kind of fish you want to fish for. If and you want to fish, gamble for, it up. Yeah, if you want to fish for carp or bluegill or whatever. How much are these tournaments? Oh, they all vary, but like ours are was like, like low limit and high roller ones. <laughs> <laughs> there probably are some high ones, but like ours was thirty dollars. That's not cheap. No, but for a month long, it's not bad. Oh yeah, yeah. And what do you? And so what do you get? What thirty? But how many people entered? So the first one we did, we only had four or five people enter. Okay. So what are I did a bad job of getting the word out because I was working on other stuff. But uh, if you look, you can look at all the other tournaments and like even ones that are going and see how many people are in. Uh, and some are like local clubs, and some are just like nationwide deals, but. Uh, you know, I would say if you got 15 to 20 people competing, that's like a lot for the most part. Okay. Yeah. And you've won some? You've played? You've done yeah. some of these ones? Yeah. We won some last summer. They uh, actually had a lot more people than that competing. But the people that were probably fishing seriously was probably a dozen people or so. Are they, Is it usually like a weekend tournament? Some or? were weekends and some were month long. And how does it work? You just... PayPal it. Yeah, just like PayPal. And then boom, they just here's your money if you yeah. win. Oh, I, yeah. That would give that would yeah. I would it, have loved that as a kid. Yeah, it's mainly just for bragging rights is what we were doing, you know, just to just to kind of stick it to somebody, you know, and say I'm a better, fish, <laughs> better fisherman, just be messing around, you know. Is it yeah. I I I like the aspect of 
species of fish and then competing against other states. Yeah. That's fun to me. It is. It's pretty cool. And, we, you know, we've actually, like, met people and kind of become friends with people just from doing it. So Nice. It's, uh, it's fun. Yeah, if it would have been around when I was a kid, I would have fished 24 hours a day yeah. in tournaments. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that anyways. Just right. Would have been loved to have been entering right. my little bass. Yeah, like, I don't even know why I didn't think of it because that would have been, like, great idea yeah I wonder, if they should, I wonder if they could do that with hunting yeah i don't know they used to have like the big buck contest you know and stuff at the local uh uh outfitter shop or whatever the processing place yeah the processing place stuff like that gas station whatever yeah but uh i don't even know if they do those anymore how old is your youngest kid your your daughter yeah uh she's 16 oh so, oh, so you got two more years yeah and then she'll be out, out of the house theoretically. Who knows? Yeah. What's gonna happen then? How do you see your like fishing and hunting life change? Like, do you think it's gonna get more of it, less of it? Like, hopefully, hopefully more. Are you kind of looking forward to that? I mean, no, you're not looking forward to your kids leaving because that's like awful. Right. I'm not looking forward to that. But then you do have to look at like the good parts of it. Is that kind of? Yeah, I mean, real realistically, I want to move to Florida. Really? Where I can, yeah, fish all You love surf fishing that much? Like, like, what is it? I just love Florida. Yeah, I love warm weather. I hate cold weather. Yeah, I'm into that. I used to love it. Now I'm like, ah. Yeah, I don't really birds. dig it. Especially by the time you get around to March, I'm just sick of it. Uh-huh. So, uh, I would really like to move to the panhandle of Florida. The panhandle? Yeah, up in the northern. Yeah, I know area and uh that's where we go for spring break normally oh you don't go all the way that's where all the night is that like where the nice beaches there's some areas there with like crystal clear water beaches yeah that seems see i always i don't know shit about geography or florida or florida geography yeah i would i just just think in my head the crystal cooler stuff is like more towards miami and the further south yet but that panhandle seems like gulfy and dark to me. In no, there's, there's, in fact, one night we were fishing in, we were in Walton County at the time, which is, uh, we were in a little town. They're, they call them town. I mean, they're towns or whatever, but like in certain areas, like every quarter of a mile, it's a new city. Okay. You know, it's just called something else. The beachfront. Yeah. And just little communities or villages or whatever. But uh, the water was so clear. The moon, It was like a full moon. And when the fish would swim by, you would see their shadow on the bottom of the, wow. the on like on the beach sand on, in the water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that's how clear the water was. You that, could see them at night. That's you know. where you want to move, huh? The, yeah. You love. I, I I assume you really love hunting too. I mean, I know you do. Like, white-tailed deer hunting. Right. Is that something you'd kind of have to sacrifice? I mean, they've got some. I mean, there's some hunting down there, but it's not the yeah, like it's Midwest different. hunting. No, it's not That's like all that swamp. You can go alligator hunting. Right. Just, well, in the panhandle, they, they have a little more uh, topography than we have. I mean, than the rest of Florida has. Okay. So, you know, you can kind of get out in the woods and not. it's not all swamp or whatever. But uh, there's an island down there by where we want to go. Where years back it was somebody's hunting preserve. Oh, cool! And they released these uh, Jap. No, I want to. I don't know if they're Japanese or they're some kind of Asian deer. 
but okay. they're 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 like an elk, but they're just slightly smaller. Do they bark? No, What's you know mean? what the sika deer are? Oh in, yeah, in uh, they're in like Maryland. Yeah, they're really small. Yeah, they're really small. These are like those, but bigger. They're called sandbar deer. Wow. And you can, you know, get a permit or drop a lottery okay. to hunt those there, which is really cool. And, uh, but there's quite a bit of other deer hunting. Lots of turkey hunting. Oh, yeah, the Osceola or Osceola turkeys. Is yeah. that what they got down there? Not in the area that where I want to go, but, yeah, they have them in other parts of Florida. And then there's pig hunting, lots of pig hunting. So. Pigs are delicious. Yeah. You probably get, and you can do that year round. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, and Alabama's nearby. They got, last I knew, they had really liberal deer hunting seasons. Yeah. So. I lived in Louisiana for a little bit. And it's, oh, really? It's the same liberal kind of like seven eight deer right. but they're all like like you can put them in your suitcase right yeah they're not they're <laughs> not like them, northern yeah. deer. Yeah. yeah they're tiny they're tiny little things but yeah i mean if you can shoot a bunch of them yeah good meat well you get older it's easier to deal with a small one than <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and a big one i hope you can move to florida are you gonna try and do like a like are you waiting for the kids to get out of the house and go yeah, to college yeah i'm waiting for them to figure out what they're doing then are you going to try and do a transfer or retire from what you're doing now and just hopefully go uh, full-time ATCO and interior design life? <laughs> yeah, do, do something totally different. Uh, yeah, like if my, if my wife uh, is doing work down there, then I'd probably work with her. Yeah. So I wish that for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I wish that for everybody at the post office. I wish all of them to get the hell out of there and right. f- just do, you know anything right absolutely how do you uh how do people find all you you got so you brought more goodies for me got the circle hooks yeah and i got more fish bomb yeah more lip balm fish slime and we got some stickers how so we go at cofishing.com is the best way yeah at cofishing.com or and you can look it up on facebook or instagram is that your favorite facebook uh it's the easiest to talk to people so I've found that the kind of fishermen that, you know, that I jive with, it's mostly on Facebook. And I ignored Facebook for a lot of years, but uh, I found that it's actually, I get more interaction with people. I hear Facebook is a really good way for that kind of stuff. Like, it's kind of poo-pooed because it's kind of like an old, you know. Right. You know, the joke is, well, my parents are on Facebook, but... (laughs) I am a parent. I'm now. an old parent All right. myself. So. so maybe that's the spot to go is just get that <laughs> yeah. get that parent money. Yeah. I mean, that's where the money's at. Screw these kids. Right. Give me that. I don't know. Parent. I mean, I probably should be on TikTok or something. I guess I'll, but. I don't know. It's easy to get views on there. I'll throw something up. Like, I, my first view had like a few hundred, or my first post got like a few hundred views. I had one the other day blew up. I mean, blow up his relative, but it's almost at like 30,000 views. Really? Yeah. I mean, I do That's have stupid. an account, and I put one video up a long time ago, but then I deleted my app. So, and actually, you're in, it's a video of us snagging spoonbills. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, that was uh, fun. Uh, I guess I could go back and look and see how many views it has now because it's been forever ago that I did it. Yeah. But I want to do that again. Yeah. We just missed out. It's, I know. I was talking, I've got, yeah, I've, I've told a couple people on the podcast since about it, and they're interested too. I've had like a couple 
professional chefs are like, oh, yeah. I want to do that. I'll cook some of that stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, we definitely got to do it next year. I was super busy this year. I was working with my wife on one of her projects. And uh, all my time was ate up ate up with that. That's so. all right. Um, and then I have, I got some, I had, I had these ladies on, la- I think it was just last week, that they want to kind of try some quote unquote white boy shit. <laughs> and they want like, they're interested in like going hunting, like yeah. deer hunting sometime. Right on. And they're wanting to, me to try to take them. And I was like, well, I'm more of a bow hunter. I don't know a whole lot about. Right. Rifle hunting, where to go and how, I mean, I can figure it out, but like if I were to do something like that, I told like my, my idea was like musket, uh, 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 muzzle loader. Yeah. Take, taking them, taking with a muzzle loader and going, yeah, or, I only know archery muzzle loader land. Right. And I'd like to, you know, steal your tent again. Yeah. <laughs> and do go it. to my spot and bring them up for a weekend and see. Yeah. Put them in like a ground blind or something like that. You could do it with crossbow too. Yeah, but it can't. You can't shoot as far. Like I want to, I want yeah. them to be able to have success. Yeah, I think you'd still, uh, you could set them up with a crossbow and get a thirty yard, thirty yard shot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what. In order to avoid the crowds and and all that, mm-hmm. that's what I would do. Okay. I think I'll do the muzzle loader. Yeah, it's a hundred yards. We can all pack into like one ground blind. Right. Or something I don't know. I got tired of muzzleloaders not working. What do you mean? I just had so much bad experience with them, and I'm not like an idiot or anything, you know. But oh no, I am an idiot. I've had so many times of it failing on me. And oh yeah, and I've used a bunch of different ones. Oh no, yeah. The worst was when we were in Colorado, and oh. my son misfired on a cow elk at 30 yards. Oh yeah, it was heartbreaking. Oh no, all that trip, all that everything. Yeah. Oh no, did you end up getting one? No, we didn't. That, oh. Yeah, it was terrible, and that was like our first day hunting. Okay, there maybe was, now I'm definitely rethinking my uh, muzzle loader. Right yeah, here. I'm kind of biased against them now. I mean, I've got several, and you can borrow it. <laughs> I have one, but it's it is. Speaking of, it is broke. It's got a a wad stuck. Oh, okay, yeah. Down there, and I don't know, or a ball or something. I don't know how to get it out. Yeah. Yeah, you can, we can get it out, but it might be all rusted in there. They get. Okay. If you don't clean them all the time. Well, maybe I'll have to borrow one or. Yeah, I'd like to figure something out and and take these ladies out and kind of show them. Yeah, you don't want to go out during the regular rifle season. No, I, that's what that's one of the reasons why I don't rifle hunt is I'm just afraid of all the yahoos out there, the the orange army. Yeah, there's lots of them. Mm-hmm. I've never liked that. Yeah, I I didn't used to hunt public land during rifle season until a few years back. And now you're a public land slayer, though. Yeah, I've had some decent luck. Yeah, but uh, you do deal with a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I'm not. It's I'm not interested in that. And they come in the woods at sunup, and then they're leaving at 8.30, walking back through the woods. Yep. And it's annoying. Yep. I'm not I'm not about that life. Right. You have to be patient. That's for sure. But I said from sunup to sundown, so. They would probably have fun just doing the whole experience, too, of the camping oh, yeah. and cooking and all that stuff. For sure. Well, that's what I'll do then. I just, I, I just wanted to get you on the podcast so I could... 
uh, corner you into let me borrow your tent again. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that thing. Yeah. That thing yeah I so used cool. it for deer season this year. We went down, camped out on some property down in the Ozarks. Ooh. It was pretty fun. You ever see a bear in Missouri? I haven't yet, but I did apply for the bear tag this year. Ooh. So we'll see if I get drawn. Can you draw for elk tags? Yeah, I put in for that too. But it's a real long shot. Mm-hmm. Like they only pick like five people or something, and uh, I don't know, like fifty thousand people apply. So yeah, at least I bet. Yeah, good old Missouri. Right. It's cool to see that <laughs> yeah, we have for elk sure. here. That's what I mean. They they used to live here everywhere. I oftentimes because you know I was reading reading that a lot of times they you know they preferred a lot of flat land and plains. Right. Yeah. And where they're living in now, you know, obviously a lot of them are in the mountains, but if they were here, like, it's just, I'll drive by a big old thing of corn, and you can imagine right. all of them living in there, big, how hard they would be to see, too. Right, how, big herd of elk. Yeah, that'd be cool. awesome. I want that. I know. Let's bring them back. Let's get rid of a lot of people and bring back elk. I'm for it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing this again. Well, no problem. This was awesome. I, yeah, I don't know. You know, I started this thing four years ago with all these ideas of I'm going to have so many guests. I've got all this, and I really had like eight people in my head. Yeah, you being one of them. Oh, that's awesome! And I'm glad I got your back. (laughs) Right on. Got more things to give away and use. Give them away, use whatever. I'm you. I'm going to use some. I get you more if you if you give it away or whatever. So I plan on doing like a little giveaway package here soon with like fishing stuff, whiskey stuff, uh, all kinds of silly. Yeah, cool. Well, again, at, at cofishing.com. Yes, sir. Anything else you want to say before we get out here for, to send people your way? Uh, social media other than? Man Eats Wild. Man Eats or Wild. Or at cofishing. You'll find me. That's right. That's why I wanted you to do more cooking because yeah. your Man Eats Wild <laughs> is like the perfect name. Right. Damn it. Do it. And last time I was like, what if I just built? Yeah. I mean, if I built a little area for you to come over, like I can build like a little cooking studio because yeah. I've thought about that doing a little cooking thing myself too. I yeah. just call it like divorced dad's kitchen yeah and just show me cooking meals for kids there you go but like nice ones i don't right i tell people to do things and i don't do them also yeah i I tell myself no you i i i definitely envy your uh perseverance with the podcast and you stuck to it regularly yeah and you've done a great job with it. thanks man i don't know i try yeah no it's awesome Keeps me something to do right on, on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, you've done done awesome. Yeah, I'm surprised. I I am surprised that I've been sticking with it for this long. Yeah, it's surprising me. That's cool. All right, well, let's win some awards and both get in the Kansas City Magazine again. All right, sounds good. Jason, at Co Fishing, Bank Brawlers, at Co Bank Brawlers, at Co Bank Brawlers. Yeah, if you. Look up that group on Man Facebook. Eats Wild. Man Eats Wild. Man Eats Wild on Instagram. That's it. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. Sounds good. All man. right. Bye. Bye.